0: All right. Uh, how are you doing on getting levels, uh, Jimmy Joe? It, if you could just talk a little bit, so I can get a sense of what your he'll adjust the uh, oh, like, okay. your levels. Yeah. Okay. So Good.
1: that's me. I'm Pete. Any. Um,
2: Where's the best coffee in Olympia?
1: The, the best coffee in Tumwater. <laughs> <Ye-ho>! <laughs> he sounds so much more <laughs> the standard. The
0: standard. Proper, but so...
2: <laughs> D- you? Like
0: <laughs> Welcome to the Olympia Standard. I'm Danny Madrone.
2: I'm Emma O'Connell. This podcast is a calm, reasoned conversation about local issues in Olympia, Washington.
0: Calm and reasoned.
2: Yeah. Welcome to the Olympia Standard. Today, we want to take up the issue of the structure of government in Olympia, and specifically the weak mayor system. For some context, on the menu of options a city can choose from, there are three forms of government. In the 20th century, most cities had the commission form of government. Three folks elected to represent the needs of the whole city. The responsibilities were very specific. There was a commissioner of public safety who served as the mayor, the commissioner of finance and accounting, and the commissioner of streets and public improvements. Most cities have moved on from this model due to the changing needs and expanding roles of local government.
0: So to change the form of government, cities have two options. Mayor-council, where the mayor serves as what's known as a strong mayor, and council-manager, where the mayor serves as what some call a weak mayor. In Olympia, we have that weak mayor or council manager system where the mayor doesn't have as much more authority than their seatmates serving on city council. They set the agenda, they facilitate meetings, and they could even take control during an insurrection, which I don't think has happened in Olympia's history. Not yet. (laughs)
3: Almost.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Every now and then, Olympia, the question pops up. Should we have a strong mayor system where the executive authority is elected by a vote of the people? So we are going to explore tonight why we have the system we have and what a strong mayor looks like in a neighboring city.
0: Today we're sitting down with two former mayors. Holly Gabba served on the Olympia City Council for 19 years. She served on the first council of a council manager system in 1982 and held the position of mayor in 1988-89, to 89, and she's going to correct me if I got any of those wrong. Um, and, in, uh, and in an Olympia standard first, we're going officially across the border of Olympia to talk to someone who represents a city that is not Olympia. We have Pete Komet on the show, the strong mayor of Tumwater. So Holly and Pete, why don't you go ahead and say hello and tell us about yourselves. We'll start with Holly.
3: I'm Holly Gadbaugh, and you pretty much told about me. I've been... Uh, There's I, so much more to you than I, <laughs> <laughs> um, I I was elected to the first city council, but th- I was president of the Thurston County League of Women Voters that promoted the change in government from a commission to a council manager system. So that's how I got interested in changing the government. We And um, since the, I served on the council, I worked for the Department of Community Trade and Economic Development as a land use planner. It's now called Commerce. And I served on the Western Washington Growth Management Hearing Board for six years. So um, I have a keen interest in land use and making government work.
0: And you're still involved.
3: I, and I'm still involved. Oh, and now I been involved with uh, i'm on the art space board but and i'm um i'm a founder basically a supporter of olympians for people oriented places that is a group of diverse mostly younger people which which i'm thrilled that i can be a part of of their energy that um has done studies the issues um and um Promotes um, good civic and c- civic behavior. A denser Olympia.
0: Excellent, Pete. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself?
1: Sure, I'm Pete Kamat. I'm the uh, mayor of Tumwater, that far off foreign land just to the south of Olympia.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's so far away. <laughs> been.
1: Um, been on the initially uh, was elected to the Tumwater City Council way back in 1991 and have since served uh, as council member for 18 years and then last 10 years more or less as mayor of Tumwater. Um, So uh, during that time, uh, oh, I should add that my my professional background is I'm an environmental engineer. I worked for the state of Washington Department of Ecology for a number of years, Uh, retired here about two years ago from that, and pretty much become full-time mayor since then.
0: Yeah, and um, when you were a city council member, did you serve as mayor pro tem at any at any point?
1: Yeah, so I was mayor pro tem for 14 of those 18 years. Okay, oh, wow.
0: all right. So you've got some experience. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Excellent.
2: So Holly, you not only served as Olympia's mayor and on the city council for a really long time, but you, as you implied, you helped shape the uh, Olympia's current form of government. Can you take us back to 1979 uh, when that campaign first started getting going?
3: Well, actually. I I didn't move to Olympia until about, oh, I think 1977. But the League of Women Voters, and I wasn't here at the time, did a study on um, city government. And they were concerned because there wasn't a lot of citizen participation in in government. The three commissioners were all... Business people. I think the last the mayor in the last commission forum did work for the state, but up to then it had been mostly business people. Um, there was no separation of powers, so the commissioners could go in and tell city employees what to do. And the the other thing was that with a three-person commission that no two members can get together. So they had no committees because if they got together and talked, that would be a violation of the... They'd have a quorum. They have a quorum and it would be a violation of the Open Meetings Act. The other thing was with only three members, the commissioners were not full-time. They had jobs, so they couldn't divide up all the interlocal boards where a lot of the business is done in Thurston County, things like the um, Lot Alliance, which was the Lot Advisory Committee then, and it was in InterCity Transit, Thurston Regional Planning Council, Medic One, all those places. So usually staff went. Mm -hmm. and represented the city rather than an elected member. So those were the problems that the league identified. And so they did the study, and they concluded that uh, the council manager system would be the best system for um, Olympia. They wanted to separate the legislative policymaking part of government from the administrative part of government and kind of take politics out of administration. So so then when I came to Olympia, they had concluded the study. And so in 1981, I was the president of the league. And we went to the commission and asked them to change it. And they could have changed the government on their own. But instead, they decided to have an advisory ballot on the issue. And so they so and they thought if they had an advisory ballot, you know, no, this is a good government, hard to understand issue. So, you the know, people
0: wouldn't go for be, it.
3: People yeah. wouldn't pay attention. And so the the ballot issue was whether keep the commission, adopt the council manager form, or write a charter. The ah. mayor council was not a choice. So the league ran a campaign, and we had neighborhoods, and we had the Chamber of Commerce, we had the Labor Council. We, we had all broad support for this, and we doorbelled and went and talked to civic groups. And when they had the election in the fall, over 60% of the people chose council manager. The league went out and promoted the council manager for him. And so then they had to have a referendum, a legally binding election, which they did the following spring and people overwhelmingly voted for council manager. So I was the chairman of the campaign. And so after that After it passed, then I decided I would run for the uh, council to make sure it worked the way we thought it was going to. And you just got hooked, didn't you? I did.
2: (laughs) Was there any organized opposition back then to the change?
3: Um, Not that I can can recall. Maybe
0: the current commission? (laughs) Well, the current commission.
3: The current commission and people that had served on the commission Previously, oh, We did a fine job, guys. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, because I remember going to speak to the Olympia Rotary Club. Well, I gave my talk, and then th- this former commissioner got up and said, Who invited that woman? <laughs> <laughs> you rabble around her. Who invited this woman? And gentlemen at the Olympia. Rory, Ward, nobody admitted it oh. that they had invited me, and so and so. Then he got up and gave a little speech about how what I was saying wasn't true. But it was, not, but it was the best thing that happened. Even though nobody admitted inviting me, many of them came up and apologized for his behavior. <laughs> Yeah. So, Pete, tell us,
0: do you know the history with Tumwater and why Tumwater landed on the um, the the mayor council form of government?
1: Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, this is Tumwater's 150th anniversary of an incorporation, incorporated in 1869. So I've actually been going back and... I've been asked to write an article about the history of Tumwater government. And oh, so
0: we got you had a good time. You then. did actually. No, yeah, yeah.
1: So I've been going back looking at the minutes from the old council meetings back, uh, back, uh, way back, a hundred years. Ago.
0: <laughs> you, you and Emmett should hang out. Uh, yeah. He likes to do that kind <laughs> yeah. of stuff too.
1: And our Tumwater <laughs> history, but Tumwater, uh, when they first became incorporated and ever since has had a strong mayor form of government. Um, the initial form of government was a five member town council. With uh, with a mayor,
0: so it never had a commission.
1: Never had a three-person commission. Ah, yeah. So I don't know why that was selected, but um, uh, in fact, uh, I'm not sure when the commission form of government actually was allowed under the state. I don't know know? when it it
3: came about in during the was it the hurricane in Galveston, Texas?
1: Well, that's when the that's my understanding of. Oh, that's right. Yes, that's that's
3: when that when the commission form evolved. A right. Ball because they needed to quickly deal with the emergency. Gotcha. Right. Strong,
1: okay. strong leadership. Yeah. So that was early 19th century, right? The 1900s. Yeah. And, and then, and uh, I was looking up. Uh, I think in they said that the the uh, council manager form of government 1908 is in yes. Virginia. I saw um, so, actually was it no,
3: Virginia or St- South Carolina Staunton,
1: Virginia. S T A U T O N is what I saw. Um, on the municipal research webpage, yeah, yeah. Uh, but in Washington, it wasn't authorized until 1943. If you look at, it, they have some statistics on the, the how it progressed over time, and it really peaked out. I think a, a little over 50 uh, percent in the in terms of council manager versus mayor mm-hmm. uh, in the 80s, and then it sort of. Hung out a little bit and actually come down a little bit. Some some communities have gone back to a strong mayor form of government, um, but in Temora we've always had strong mayor. There was a there was a ballot measure in the mid 90s to switch to a council manager form of government, and it did not pass. And I think the reason why it didn't pass was right in the middle of the t- transition between Pete Fletcher's mayor and Ralph Osgood was running for mayor. And so all of us that were supporting Ralph Osgood wanted him as mayor. And so we were, we campaigned against the measure to make it a council manager form of government.
0: Oh, because you had, you had your mayor picked out. We had you were a, like, this we is had, the guy. Right. We had,
1: we had a, <laughs> and well,
3: he served for a very long time, and he 16 served, years, right? he ended up yeah. serving
1: for six years, very popular mayor. So yeah, so, that, so Tumwater's always had that approach.
3: I think, I don't know if there are any commissions left, Shelton and Bremerton
0: well finish. there's the, there's the
3: Thurston County Commission. Too, well, those and, that's yeah. county, but that's <laughs> yeah. different. Yeah. yeah. There's yeah. lots of county commissions. Yeah. yeah.
2: And the Shelton Commission just ended I think huh? this time last year. Yes.
3: I mean, I've worked on two or three charter eff- or charter efforts to try to get a get rid of the commission and have more, you know, do like you have a council member, have a council manager, have a separate the powers of government and have it broader based and those have always lost and they've generally been opposed by the development community
0: oh interesting so pete take us through uh, your day-to-day what is what is it like to be the mayor of tumwater in that mayor council system
1: well the mayor of tumwater Um, you you are essentially the focal point for all things government. I mean, all of the administration comes through the mayor's office. So people identify with the mayor's office, and if they have issues to deal with with the city that they're not satisfied with how staff are handling, it's going to come through the mayor's office. Now, I have a professional city administrator, John Doan, that handles most of the internal, well, really all of the internal operations of the city. But when it comes to that outlook, Part of of the city, uh, that that is my very much my role. I also, of course, help craft policy that's presented to the council, uh, prepare a budget that goes to the council, uh, and and do a lot of the legwork that leads up to things getting before the council. Uh, so so the the mayor is very much a central role uh, in a strong mayor form of government. Uh, I try to be as collaborative as I can with the council and bring them along and and um, ask for their input along the way. But uh, really, a strong mayor doesn't necessarily have to do that. They they could be you know quite quite uh, close to to the vest, if you will, with things. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's never been my style. That was not Ralph's style. Uh, my understanding is historically, Tumwater's had some some mayors like that. But but neither Ralph Osgood or myself ever ever took that approach and i think it's 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 worked well. So so it's almost a hybrid. It's not it's the of course the council manager which holly can talk about the powers of the of the manager uh, are is is a little bit different but but really um the mayor in a strong form of government is the focal point for the city both not just ceremonial but administratively as well.
0: All right.
2: So holly can you do that, that- Tell us the same thing about the uh, um, the Olympia mayor. Uh, what relationship does the city manager have? Relationship does the mayor in Olympia have with the city manager and the rest of the council?
3: The, I think the strength of the council management system is the policy making function of the con- rests solely with the council, and the city manager is the only employee that the council hires and the the manager serves at the pleasure of the council, but the manager is responsible for the day-to-day operations of the city. And the council members are not to interfere with the day-to-day operations of the city. They need to go through the city manager or... The mayor can be chosen in two ways. It can be the mayor can be elected by the council, which that's how I got to be the mayor. I was elected by the council. Lacey still does it, that and way. the mayor still is
0: selected by, by the, the, the council. By,
3: by the council, and the um, the other way is you designate one position as the mayor's position, and that position becomes the mayor. So the people select the mayor, but the mayor. Is, has no more power on the council than any of the other council members, except their duties are to chair the meeting and to be the city's official representative. The setting the agenda is the council ha- in Olympia has always set the agenda by consensus, the, the mayor
0: the, the mayor helps to bring a proposal of an agenda forward right and then the the council can add things to it take things off that- well
3: the way the council maintains control and maintains um, accountability with the city manager is they set goals Every, you know they don't have to but in Olympias almost as long as I can remember. we always had a goal setting session. so that sets the agenda for the year. Mm -hmm. And then that gives the city manager their marching orders. So the city manager and the mayor who's going to preside over the meeting will sit down and go through the agenda. I wouldn't say that the, the mayor has a lot of direction about what goes on the agenda.
0: Gotcha. Okay.
3: Probably twice a year, you know, during the budget time, you know, the budget Reflects this council's priorities. This, mm-hmm. The city manager puts the budget together, but he puts it together based on the council's priorities. And and then you know, during budget time, there's discussion and things are moved around, things like that. But it's a it's adopted by the council. But the city manager is in charge of the budget process. He gets the proposals from the staff. You know, you know, a lot of a lot of the budget is. Ongoing day-to-day mm-hmm. maintenance, and then there now there's very little extra money for extra, pro, you know, extra stuff, new initiatives, and things like that. You know, the council and the manager work together, but they should be the council's priorities, and they should be the council's goals.
0: And uh, I mean, in the introduction, we talked about how you know, if there's unrest in the city, civil unrest, the mayor has a little bit of authority. In situations like that,
3: to push the button under the desk. <laughs> yeah. Get the hey,
0: Greenway's up on you. Have you seen this button? Does it exist? It does exist. <laughs> really? It does
3: exist, yes. Wow. Oh, it- <laughs> That's a-
0: oh my So, And you said that we've, we've come close in Olympia's history to that button being pushed. Yes. Maybe uh,
3: you want to give it, uh, an example of when that happened? Well, I'm curious. I don't know. I, I think since I've been on the council, they've had some kind of disruption. I think what Cheryl's done is just adjourned the meeting. Yeah. I think what she's just adjourned the meeting and, and cleared the hall. But there is a button that the police department can hear. But I remember we had a real contentious hearing on the public benefit improvement District the PBIA downtown, which didn't, but which the parking and business improvement improvement, district, yeah, yes, and and that was not the one that's currently in effect. It was oh, gotcha. It was in the nineties, and it was the guy. Guy was there, and there was several downtown business people that were very adamantly opposed to it and i i remember the city attorney was really afraid because the chief opponent went left the council meeting after very angrily and then he came back and that's generally when something, you know, bad happened. Yeah, so, okay. Huh, yeah, and I remember people being belligerent and stuff. But that was the only – but, yes, we did have a button. No like, insurrections
0: no, or anything? No, though. nobody.
3: Okay. <laughs> and the guy came back, and he was fine. He didn't say anything. But but there is a button under the mayor's desk that they can push. if they.
0: Good they, to know, good to know.
1: <laughs> I, I'd like to just take a moment and expand a little bit on the differences that, that are – they're actually yeah. laid out in statute. Yeah. In terms of the what the mayor's role in a strong mayor form of government is versus the mayor and the, and the uh, uh, manager, city manager is and a council manager, and I mean it really boils down to just a handful of differences, significant differences, as I would see it. In the in a mayor council where you have a strong mayor, first of all, they're, they they serve a four year term, they're popularly elected. The the manager, the city manager, in this case, of course, can serve indefinitely. There's no term limit or reelection or, or they anything. Can, they're they're at the pleasure of the council, or they could be, you know, they serve, could
3: be gone. In, they <laughs> could be gone in a year too. <laughs> yeah. So that's, uh,
1: the the uh, a mayor like myself has the option of appointing a, an administrator to help them run government. And many many strong mayors are part time mayors. They've got a, they've got full time jobs or businesses. And so you need that continuity inside to just just run the day-to-day stuff in in business uh, of a city. Of course, that's not really applicable in a in a manager form of government at all. Uh, although the Tumwater City Administrator often serves almost on a co-equal level with. The, I mean, they meet regularly with the other city managers uh, in in Thurston County as well, and and uh, collaborate all the time. Um, I have the authority as the mayor to appoint the department heads uh, in, the, in the council manager form of government. That's done by the manager of the city mm-hmm. that does that. Of course, my department heads are, for the most part, are confirmed by the council because you want their buy-in. I don't know if Olympia well, confirms the department heads. We head don't confirm the
3: department heads, but when I was there, and I think they still do it, if they're going to... Um, hire some major department like the police chief or the public works director or something like that. The council participates, meets them, makes recommendations to the city manager, but the final decision is the city manager. Right, and if a
1: city manager is smart, and usually these folks are... Probably well, I mean, politically more s- smart than anybody, they they know that they're going to consult with the council to make sure that they're not making I, a decision. I, that's I could lose their
3: job for right, uh, making right. a wrong decision. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I re- remember, oh, back in the late nineties, maybe the council had concerns about the police department and the direction of the police department, and concerns about the police chief. And council let the city manager know that and we, actually we did a year long study on how to police but the city manager knew that we were not happy with the direction of the police department at the time and eventually eventually the police chief well within a year he retired mm. but so you know the council has ways i mean it can let you know, they're they're talking to the city manager all the time.
0: Yeah, the city manager's kind of got to keep a pulse on yeah. how things are going. And right. the the council is that nexus in terms yep, yep. of public sentiment and all that.
1: Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And then I guess just a couple other quick differences. Uh, uh, I can break a tie if there's, let's say, there's not a full quorum of the council. There are only six instead of seven there, and it was a 3-3 three, three tie. On certain things, I can vote to break that tie. It's pretty narrow, uh, but I can do that. But what's probably more interesting is i have the a veto authority and mm. if i and of course that doesn't apply neither the mayor nor the city manager has veto authority but if i veto a uh an ordinance then the council has to override it with a majority plus one which would mean five of the council would have to have to override oh, interesting. that so if it were a four to three let's say a four to three vote and i were to happen to, to veto that then obviously that would would be have, have pretty difficult I, you know, I, I don't think I, I've never used the veto. I, I can't recall, in the, in the, uh, uh, over 25 years I've been involved, the uh, veto ever authority ever being used. Mm-hmm. Came close. Pete Fletch told me once that he was close to vetoing one of the impact fee ordinances. It was a split vote. But he ultimately can chose. Can he
3: override it? Was
1: it, chose we can override, but it has to be a majority plus one. So it would have mm-hmm. had, to, and that was a four to three vote. So it probably wouldn't have, we wouldn't have had impact fees in Tumwater if he had chose that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's just interesting. And then of course the, uh, in a sense that it's the same for the council in that the council is not supposed to direct staff on what to do. They're supposed to come through the mayor's office. I, I then would direct staff, or my administrator with my with my direction would direct staff. So, But the council manager was specifically set up from the reading I've been done to avoid staff getting in and, and directing well, staff. Council getting, direct, ca- I mean, getting,
3: getting in and directing staff. I mean, council getting in and directing staff.
1: staff. And, and a feeling that to some degree that that led to corruption and, and some of the Inequities and in, in, in application of resources and things like that. So, so uh, yeah, I think there's very good reasons why the council manager form of government came about. It just it's just never well, been it, something that was thought about it, in Tumwater. So.
3: Yeah, well, it's generally in smaller cities too. It's in smaller cities. You know, I mean, Tumwater. Well, I, it's you. I wouldn't say they're unique, but, you know, that they really do have a city administrator that runs the city on a day-to-day basis. But a lot of these little cities, like Windlock and places like that, the, the mayor does the administration. Absolutely,
1: yeah. Actually, the clerk treasurer is probably the yeah. more more well, the controller. Well, then, yeah, controls but, what's going but, on in, yeah. in the city or government Tenino, yeah. or
3: places like that. Yeah, but but
1: if you look at, I looked at some statistics again that are posted on the municipal research website, and for cities less than five thousand uh, population. Uh, There's 163 of those cities. Only two have a council manager form of government. Ah. Almost all of them are are mayor council. Once you get above 5,000, then the split starts to even out. And when you're at the size of Olympia, Lacey, Tumwater, it's almost a 50-50 split in terms of whether it's a strong mayor or a council Uh, council manager, form of government. And and then I looked at uh, there's not uh, great data, but there's some data on how many communities that have a strong mayor also have a city administrator. And it is true, the small cities just don't, they can't afford to hire a full-time city administrator.
3: So often the clerk
1: treasurer just just plays that role. But once you get above uh, really 5,000, the majority of of cities have a city administrator at that point, so about sixty percent overall have a have a city administrator.
0: Okay.
2: And then it seems on the top top end, like it, obviously Seattle, but then those cities have strong mayors. I think the, they the
3: city of a, Yeah, the yeah. city of Seattle has a charter. Mm-hmm. They are it, it is a they wrote they set their government up they design their own they've Choose designed own their own government. Yeah. You can't just des- do anything you want. You have to design it within the parameters of the state constitution. But they have but that's a charter. A lot of those cities have chart. Now the city of Tacoma is a council manager system. Mm-hmm. But but Seattle is is a different animal altogether. Oh, yeah. <laughs> really, yeah. there's no, no. comparing. <laughs> but, but their form of government is 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 different.
1: Is Spokane a charter then too? Spokane, Spokane is but, a mayor count. They switched from a council manager to a to a, to a
3: mayor council. Mayor council. Yeah. Uh, and recently, they
1: have uh, I think fairly recently. Like I don't, back in the aughts. A few think it years was. ago, and uh, they do have a city administrator. According to the, again, according to the website that I looked at. So, but but Tacoma. Vancouver, Bellevue, those are all council manager forms of government. Uh, Seattle and, and Spokane are the are the two that have strong mayor. And then it goes goes down from there. But um, uh, like I say about forty over if you look at the larger cities, you take out the small ones, about forty three percent of the cities in Washington State have a council manager form of government. So a little less than half.
0: Oh. All right. So, Pete, uh, so you are working in your third term as the uh, mayor of Tumwater. Yes. And you served on council for a, a while after that. Prior to your time as mayor, we talked about Ralph Osgood, who served for 16 years. So it seems like Tumwater has had this really steady leadership, long institutional knowledge. But let's say something controversial happens in Tumwater. Let's say the fireworks issue has puts a wild hair in the public, and um, and all of a sudden, uh, in 2021, we see a mayoral candidate that's able to capitalize on the frustration around fireworks, and you get we get a new mayor in Tumwater. What kind of damage could happen in that kind of situation where you get somebody who is a single issue? You know, I know not a lot of controversial stuff happens in Tumwater like it does Olympia, but it it could happen, right?
1: Well, there's been plenty of instances in the history of Tumwater. Like I said, I've been looking yeah. back where there's been almost a complete turnover of the council and the mayor's position as a result of some, you know, a lot of it has to do, believe it or not, with land use, you know, uh I believe that. <laughs> uh, and uh, and uh, some of the growth pressures. Uh, so, in fact, really, I came, I was brought, you know, when I came in in the early 90s, the late 80s, early 90s, that was a period of of incredibly strong growth in Tumwater, and there was a lot of controversy around how growth was being handled and you know that's when we got a new mayor new council uh, so that so so it happens, but it's pretty rare. Uh, there have been some jurisdictions that have gotten in trouble where the mayor, as a strong mayor has gone in and literally fired all the department heads and taken control and and gotten the, the city in trouble to the point where uh, uh, they ended up... Uh, Having significant litigation against oh, wow. them, so so it's possible a mayor, a strong mayor, could do that. And once you're in, and you know, unless you got recalled in some way, uh, yeah, you're kind of stuck with it. So, yeah, yeah. So
0: it sounds like firing department heads could happen. Maybe vetoing votes of the council absolutely. and just being a, an obstructionist in general.
1: Yes, absolutely, could be. Yeah, or. Um, you know, and and again, you know, you're administering the council policy, so you could direct staff don't enforce that law, even though you're you're not supposed to. Yeah. Under under the law, you're supposed to enforce the council policy, but I suppose the mayor, if they wanted to, to could could do those sorts of things, and it would make it, you know, pretty difficult for a city.
0: Wow. And are there uh, you were you were alluding to like legal repercussions for that? So there is some kind of judicial um protections for a community if something like that were to happen
1: well, yeah i think in this case and I, I can't remember the the community just up by tacoma that has just recently gone through this where the mayor i mean they destroyed public records they did a lot of things that, right. Pacific. Like, yeah maybe that was the yeah. uh, it was one of those smaller smaller cities up there but um really uh, had some significant legal liability issues and i think they're still sorting that out as a result of that.
0: Oh, wow.
1: Yeah. Hopefully the elect- election process will sort through candidates mm-hmm. and ultimately you end up picking someone who has the best interests of the city in, in mind. But I suppose a single issue could override that and, and yeah. you could well, end and, up Well, I mean,
0: a, look at the state of our federal government right well, now. I, mean, okay. it's, it's, I was going to mention that but I decided
1: to be I thought <laughs>
3: that would be a great example. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Only somebody had thought to use that
3: one. Yeah.
2: <laughs> So Holly, on the contrary, Olympia started electing a mayor separate from the city council, as you mentioned. Um
3: They Olymp- are separate from the city council. They're a member of the council. But right. but, but but the, the but council it, yeah. doesn't elect them. Right. Yeah, so the so we,
0: we vote for the mayor instead yeah. of voting for council and having council choose the mayor.
2: And so since ninety one, we've no one has sought a second term until this year. Why do you think we have such a high turnover in the mayor's position? Do you think that would change if we had a so-called strong mayor system in Olympia?
3: I don't think so. Um it's true that I think Mark Fauch had a couple terms.
0: No, actually I looked it up. Uh, he he might have had a couple terms but maybe as an appointed
3: uh mayor from the council. No, but- no. No. I was who was the la- I think Bob Jacobs was the last elected mayor by the council. Maybe. Yeah,
0: Maybe. I, I I looked it up, and I, I might have missed something, but I'm pretty sure that I saw that ever since we elected the mayor specifically, that none of those mayors have run for reelection. It's four 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 years, and then you're done.
3: Well, I'll tell you why I didn't. Yeah. I was. <laughs> I mean, I was. I could have been elected mayor for a for a, another term. There, there were. Five women on the council at that time, and and I I was pretty sure, you know, I had had the votes. I didn't even have to collect them to do it. But at that time, my kids were in high school. They were both playing basketball. Um, I had a I had a full time job with the state, and and frankly, my job, the job of the mayor. I mean, I like the policy side. The council, the legislative part of it, I like the policy part, working with the council to build consensus. But I didn't really enjoy the external part where you're sitting at a lot of dinners, you're cutting ribbons. Uh, it, you didn't
0: like wearing the crown of no, the mayor.
3: <laughs> no, I wanted to be at my kids' basketball games. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I wanted to be at my kids' basketball games. And it was just those extra things you don't have a lot of power, really, you know. And I don't. I don't think people in in Olympia understand that. I mean, I was talking to this guy tonight, and he said, "Well, didn't we switch to mayor council?" You know, when we decided that we were going to elect the mayor by 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 one position. And I and I said, "No, we still have a council manager system. In the in the mayor, Cheryl doesn't have any more power than any other council member." But I, I think the dema- the kind of I don't know. It was I, I think it's the demands of of the job of being a part time mayor and, and just having adding those extra duties.
0: Yeah, but not and, having any like real power. Or not having
3: situation. any real power. I yeah. don't know. Just
2: praying for an insurrection. <laughs> <laughs> and I
3: think if we're measuring, and I,
2: <laughs> <laughs> and I think if we're measuring like like for like, I mean, you can almost argue that Olympia is more even more stable than Tumwater because I can think back. Um, to when Ralph Osgood was first elect- elected mayor of Tumwater, but I can't think back who was city manager before Dick Cushing, and there's only been one other city manager other than Dick Cushing, and that's Steve Hall.
0: Well, and that that's the the stability. So Tumwater, having had the two very long serving mayors, we've had long serving city managers in Olympia. How well, long has Steve Hall been well, st- in his? Well, position? let's see.
3: So mm-hmm. Steve's been there. Oh. Almost 20 years, years, maybe 20, 2004, so.
1: That is unusual, though. Uh, City managers, I think the the life of a city manager is something on the order of 8 to 10 years a typical life. So Olympia is unique in that regard. Uh, uh, Sounds
3: like a really stressful job. (laughs) Greg Cuyo in... Lacey was there. He was until, there a long time. He though. was there until he decided to retire. Yeah, and I uh-huh. and Dick Cushing was there. And I mean, we ha- Bob Murray was the first city manager we hired, uh, and he had been the assistant city manager. Well, I mean, the commission also had had a administrator mm-hmm. that ran the city on a day to day basis because those commissioners were part time too, but they had more authority. Than the council members do. Bob Murray was the assistant city manager, and he was there for two or three years, I think. And then we hired Dick Cushing. The council hired Dick Cushing, and then Dick was there. I he, I left the council before he retired. And then they Steve was the assistant city manager. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was the assistant city manager, and then the council h- hired Steve. Yeah.
0: I didn't mean to make the episode about the man himself, Steve Hall. (laughs) Because, you know, in these conversations around – because I hear out in the community when there's something that happens at the city – some people are saying, well, if we just had a different form of government where we had a strong mayor, that wouldn't have happened. And so that's kind of one of the, the, the impetus for having this conversation with you, with the both of you, is so that as people are talking about what is the best form of government for the city of Olympia, we can just know what, what that
1: means and what it looks like. People identify with an individual, I mean, most people probably can't name all of the council members. But they can name their mayor usually. yes. And, and so there's something about that identity. And so I think it's I think it's actually great that Olympia does elect its mayor, even though the mayor has a different role than the mayor in Tumwater because I think people identify with that position and even though they may not technically have uh, more authority by being you know going through a, a tough election process and carrying that process, I think they do carry some extra weight. With a, city, with a city manager mm. because of that identity. And I think people do turn to the mayor as as the representative of that city, even though uh, the manager is indeed uh, administering the government for the most part.
3: You know. I'd like to give a counter to that a little bit. Yeah. Here, here's the debate here. <laughs> I'd like to – about electing the mayor. Well, I mean, there's advantages and disadvantages of both, but – if the city council runs well under the council form of council manager form of government the council needs to come to consensus they need to come to consensus around the issue because if there's not four votes for something then there's no policy yeah now a bad city manager could work in that vacuum where there's no direction Mm. So I think it's important for the co- council to kind of coalesce. I mean, the city council manager, former government, is kind of modeled on a corporation. It's it's a business model. Mm-hmm. It's a business model. So the mayor is kind of the chairman of the board. I think an important role for the mayor is to help build consensus among the council on policy. And if the mayor is elected from the council, and we've had a couple of mayors, or one in particular, that... We won't name names. <laughs> no, we aren't naming <laughs> names, but one in particular that think they have more power and they think they have a bully pulpit and they think they need to go out and talk about the, this stuff rather than having it be the council's direction and I think generally the councils have done that they've mm-hmm. they've come to consensus and they have have direction so maybe if the council has to get together to elect their leader then there's that person has uh, an easier j- job or or takes it on as their job to build consensus ah
0: oh, yes that makes sense yeah yeah, good
3: counterpoint.
2: Good job, Lacey. <laughs> good
3: job. I Lacey. mean, I. I well, I, but there, the bat, the other side of that is that people want to be the mayor. To me, actually, the one of the best things about being the mayor was just being called the mayor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I could do just an effective job on the council as trying to build consensus around issues by not by not being the mayor. So there would be a little jockeying between council members to get to be elected mayor. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Could cause
3: yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean sometimes there's an obvious choice, but then there were people that wanted to be the yeah. mayor, and that well, was really important. And the council
0: still selects the mayor pro tem, who is, you know, the, the, yeah. the stand-in when the mayor is unable to yeah. perform Yeah, so, meetings.
2: I was going yeah. to ask you, Pete, if that was the role in the in, in the strong mayor system in Tumwater. Is it the role of the mayor pro tem then to to help craft consensus on the council?
1: The, you know, the mayor pro tem has never had never really taken a very strong role, even when I was mayor pro tem in terms of uh, Working with the council, uh, it, it's interesting. Uh, I think because a lot of the policy, you know, uh, that the mayor's office proposes already comes through a council committee. You know, it's coming out of goals and, and mm-hmm. all of that. That it, it's it's not like you're you're uh, inventing something out of thin air that you need to to build consensus within the council. So uh, theoretically, the the mayor pro tem should be in that role, though they should be helping helping the council come together on issues, and, and represent the council as a whole in the uh, with the mayor's office. Uh, and I would say this though, as mayor pro tem, uh, I spent a lot of time with the mayor, Ralph Osgood, you know, working on issues before they were brought before the full council. We would sort of work on the, and he would use me as a sounding board for issues and and I've done that as well. So so yeah, I think the mayor pro tem can serve that role in addition to substituting for the mayor when the mayor's out of town, you know.
3: These forms of government work when there are good people. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean they they've worked in Tacoma because they've had good people and they've gen- generally worked in Olympia because people st- in this areas still believe that government can do good stuff.
0: Mm -hmm.
3: They still believe that government can work. But I really think no matter what form you've got, it depends on the people that are there.
1: Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Yeah, and the jurisdictions that have made a change, a dramatic change, it's usually because the people there mess up. They do something that upsets everybody. So, yeah, I think we've been very fortunate. You know, Living in a government town, people understand the role of government and, and how it can be helpful in getting things accomplished. A lot of government. And I think that's an advantage to us at local government yeah. level as well. Plus, plus, you get individual council members or mayors that have expertise in, a, in an area that they can then bring right. that right. knowledge and experience to the council level. So,
0: Well, that's all the questions that we had for you. Uh, thank you so much for coming on the show and providing me. some context so that okay. as people wrestle with these conversations at Olympia, they can have a little bit more background in terms of what we're talking about when we're talking about the system of government that we have and what's available.
1: Well, anyway, thanks for having Good me uh, yeah. from uh, Tumwater to uh, yeah. come and welcome. Well, to well, well, Olympia. Yeah. Just
0: so you know, Pete, this is a huge honor for you uh, to uh, be wow. on the yeah. Olympia
1: standard. I feel, I feel quite privileged. <laughs> this is not the Tumwater show.
2: Yeah.
3: Thank you. Yeah. yeah, and thanks for having me. It's fun to kind of talk about where we were and where we are now. All right. Well, thanks for everybody for listening. This has been
0: the Olympia Standard. If you have any thoughts, questions about the podcast, any ideas of things we could be talking about here, you can email us at the at gmail.com.
2: You can also find us at Facebook on the Olympia Standard and on Twitter at the Oli Standard.
0: And we also hang out on the Olympia subreddit from time to time.
2: Um, This podcast is produced by um, some guys behind another podcast that you should be listening to called olympia pop rocks uh the all the good technical stuff is done by jemmy joe and the music that you listen to in between us talking is done by his best friend guire mcguire if you want to support their work you can go to olympia pop rocks and buy something from their store maybe like a water bottle
0: <laughs> <laughs> thank, thank you so much for listening we'll, we'll see you next time bye guys